Welcome to Wednesday. It's a great Wednesday. Iron it up. It is. Today, we're going to talk about Americans weighing in on EV preferences, lithium sliding backwards, and a physical button feature. On its way back. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop I can't wait. I, I always want to talk about the last story first, and maybe that's why we I know. It. I don't know why it is. I always get excited about the last one. Maybe I think why. there's something about Well, it. there is. It's The, the last story lands. of the show is typically kind of like the closest to the ground level of like what consumers are doing and how people feel right. so yeah, naturally yeah. we want to talk about it first that's where uh, we want to lean in uh, we're like percentages <laughs> back <laughs> yeah reports Play. boo let's talk about people oh man well there's a lot of stuff going on in in a soda world um shout out to all of our new subscribers um you know you showed man. me some shared some data with me i don't know if it was last night or this morning of the new subscribers to our email list are opening that sucker like crazy every single day in the first 30 days. So yep, yep. Um, we just want to give you some love. And if you haven't made your way over to the email list, make your way over to the email list because it's so much fun. Um, it's like this show, but like a lot Please easier do. to digest. And it's in your It's inbox. a lot easier to digest and you can do it way before the show starts. We drop it at like 6 Eastern. And, and so, you, can you share know, it's it. just like that. Wake up to the morning, yeah. share it with people. You understand what you're going into the day with, what happened yesterday a little bit, get a little bit of laugh. There was there was a couple there was a couple hits this morning that were just so on point. So on sideways. Point. It's so much fun. So uh, go to a so com and uh, check that out. Also, uh, we have a webinar coming up with call review. What is the date on that? Do you know? I didn't put that it. Is that is March 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern. March 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern, so you'll, you'll want to check that out. That's that's also, just as a note, I believe that's that may or may not be our 400th episode anniversary. 400. Wow. Well, I haven't done 400 yeah. anything. <laughs> no, nothing, except for be alive that many days. <laughs> right. Done that a couple times, and uh, that's about it. One last thing before we get to the news. Um, uh, so do X, our first live in-person event, Arlington, Texas, April 5th. Go to so to X. Com. We're bringing the band, and we were been on the phone with dealers who were sending a bunch of their people from all across the thing. We're filming a TV show. Please check it out at SotoX.com. We on. hope you can join us in person and have a, a fun and one evening, and then uh, some stuff is going to last a really, really long time. Uh, yesterday's vehicle win in the Motor Madness bracket that's going on surprised me. I picked this one wrong. By an edge. I know. I thought I thought I was I was all in on the Woody, but the Chevy Camaro I rock took the win. Uh it's a classic car. It's just it one is. that everybody It was the car that I wanted when I was a teenager. Like it was just you yeah, had an I rock. You just I were owning the world back in the eighty sevens. <laughs> uh today's Hey, today's check out today's special because we're doing uh the, the modern side of the bracket, Ooh. the twenty twenty two Ford Bronco Raptor. And the 2020 Chevy Corvette. This one, I have no clue. No clue. I know which one I would pick. I'm just not really like a sports car guy. I don't, I'm want, not a vet. I don't want to I'm own not a one. Guy. Even right? though I live real close to Bowling Green, I'm just not a big vet guy. So. <laughs> yeah. But I drive yeah. one. But I drive one. Uh, all okay. right. All right. Let's get into some news. Uh, according to a recent Reuters Ipsos post, over one third of Americans would now consider buying 
an electric vehicle for their next car. That's a massive increase. 34% of all respondents said they would consider purchasing an EV. And get this, it, it is a bit, of course, they got to bring partisan politics into this. Uh, yeah, Democrats, <laughs> Democrats are more likely to consider it. They came in at 50%. So half of Democrats would consider an EV, half wouldn't. Uh, Republicans, only 26% of Republicans and 27% of independence would uh so obviously there's some uh worldview issues going on there or at least some like i should vote this way because i'm affiliated with them i don't know 56 here's my question Uh, yeah we'll go through a couple more but uh, it's it's still this is my question and this is the same question that we're going to have as we do a bunch of man on the streets this year throughout a bunch of cities is Mm -hmm. like would do people want nav would they consider purchasing an EV or is an EV somewhere in their future in the next 10 years? Like what's the question that we need to be asking to understand the market demand for EVs? Yeah. Um, that's a really like, the, right. How are you asking the it, questions? It kind of blows my mind that a hundred percent wouldn't just be like, eh, I consider it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a consideration on the playing no, field. I think, I think I there are, pe- I think there are a lot of people who are like know enough about it to know that like, nah, I don't want to deal with that. And so I wouldn't consider yeah, it. You know, I think, right and again, how much, true. how much of that is rhetoric? How much of it is true? I don't know. But 56% of respondents said, did say they wouldn't be willing to pay any more than 49999 So 50 grand right. seems to be the magic mark for more than half of the people. Um, Got to be less. And a th- over a third of the people said they would only consider it if it had more than 500 miles of range. So obviously range is, uh, is affecting that. So if you think of it, like even, yeah. even like 50% of Democrats said they would consider it but of those right only like 30 percent of them would do it if the range was you know has to be over 500 for them to con- continue right. the consideration um, yeah, i mean i think about that like uh, we just bought a van and that thing gets like 550 miles it's dude you hybrid, feel great right? so you took I, a trip I feel to amazing atlanta, so you got to it we literally took a trip to atlanta ran back and forth between our hotel and the aquarium like five times one tank Hopped all the way back to Nashville, full tank, ready to go. Like <laughs> it was all like, and, and my wife still had a day of driving left on that. Thing. Oh, that makes <laughs> you feel good. Yeah. You're not trying to yeah. charge six times in there. Uh, in the next several weeks, the EPA plans to propose new, more stringent vehicle emissions rules uh, that will go at least through. In the year 2030. It'll, it'll go through the year 2030 model year. The restrictions Man, are coming. everybody. Everybody that's in the delegation just loved the rounding days when they were in elementary school. They were like, just round up, you know, <laughs> just round up the 2030. Absolutely. Why? Because you can. It's far enough away. Because we can. It's far enough away. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of EVs and surrounding issues. Segway. Time. This one surprised a lot of people over the last weeks and specifically yesterday. Good news, actually, for EV makers is battery grade lithium carbonate prices experienced the biggest drop ever in China yesterday, down almost 4% just from Friday. Um, And these falling prices obviously could help ease pressures and uh, lithium miners, obviously those shares have been hit and it's always a give and a take. But, you know, so here's the deal. Back between November 21 and 2022, there was actually a tripling of lithium prices, right? And we covered that and we talked about that. We say, how is this gonna happen? But now actually the market's set to drop another 25% by year end is what all that of Reuters and analysts are predicting. So uh, we're seeing yep. a, a back a backslide in lithium prices when we all thought, or most people thought, I thought, 
a lot of the community thought like, how are we ever going to do this if prices keep increasing like this? Uh, some factors include uh, some discounts from Chinese battery companies, uh, new capacity from mines coming online, and a uh, little fun fact. 80% of all lithium demand is from EVs. Is that not unreal? Like, think about that. EVs are only a small sliver of the market right now, yet they still demand 80% of the lithium ion. Supply. That's a lot of phones. Why? That's a lot of laptops. That's a lot of like yeah. little watches and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but you got to think like how many phones fit in that fit in that big old car thing, right? <laughs> Probably a few hundred, right? So, I mean, just the, the scale, the necessity on this is is incredible. You know, this is this is good news from a, a, a cost of ownership uh, side of things. And when you look at the previous story saying, hey, we've got to be under $50,000 to, you know, get a, a whole chunk of the market that's in that's potentially interested in EVs. This is this is a, a necessary move. And I think seeing these prices decline might reaccelerate uh, the next layer of the market in, in EVs. So this is one to watch for sure. Yeah, a lot of people I'm, I'm trying not to get sideways over some of the comments. And Brian Ortega puts a comment here. He says, say lithium in Mike Tyson's voice. <laughs> I feel like we need a I feel like we need a trigger pad for that, uh, Brian. We're gonna need a trigger pad for that, okay? Oh, Help us out. Well, yeah, we'll just pop that up on our screen. Speaking of trigger Speaking pads. Speaking of hitting trigger pads. There you go. Well, we use trigger pads every day, and actually we were in the car with the dealer just about a, uh, a little over a month ago that was talking specifically about this issue. So if you've found yourself logging for a little bit of analog world after you've realized touchscreen controls in your fancy new car were a little <laughs> bit off, uh, you weren't alone. It turns out uh, they're quite actually the safety hazard. That's why Hyundai is committed to bringing them back. According to their head of design, Sung, uh, Sang Yup Lee, Physical buttons are now a necessity uh, for things like climate control, radio controls, windows, and more. Um, so it's it's that tactical feedback of like moving between buttons is apparently extremely important. And we've noticed, and and when we were with Patrick Van Viva, he said, "Look at the number of button presses it takes me on a touchscreen, and then the 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 latency of that touchscreen." What was he trying to the, do? I can't remember. Design. What was he doing? He was just trying to change the climate control. And oh, it was right. like four touches, and then there was latency between each button press. So his it was like a ten second exercise yeah. to change of the like high level attention because there was no physical feedback as to like a button or a, you know a feeling Location. of just being able to stay there. He had to be on it. Uh, so that's a uh, it, this is super super smart. I think from Hyundai to recognize that you know keeping some level of physical button control is really important. And in balancing touchscreen controls, you know, my I'll I'll give you this anecdote on the on the Mazda still to this day, um, the touchscreens are actually disabled. That they actually aren't even touchscreens. It's uh, all of the all of the controls are way forward in the dash, and it all is is managed by their kind of command center. And I, I, like I actually prefer that because in the Toyota that we that we also own, the majority of it's touchscreen, and mm -hmm. it actually does. I recognize myself having to to look Pay over attention. as opposed to just get natural and native to the buttons. Yeah, I, I love. I love the analog buttons for the certain features. I mean, when you need deep menu, like my, the first experience I had with this was a Durango. It was like a 2019 Durango maybe. 
And it was like, why do I need to tap three times to get to my heated seats? Or why do I need to tap three times to change the climate control? It was really frustrating. I'm like, well, maybe I'm just getting old. Well, apparently I'm not just getting old. I'm a there rational human being. If you are, have been around long enough to where you had a BlackBerry phone, you realize why it took you long to switch <laughs> to an iPhone because you could take that sucker and you could have That's, that. I was literally under, just about to say. You, I could, I I like, could write a novel. We're bringing T9 back. I could write a novel. <laughs> Um, BlackBerry without ever looking without at looking. it because of the buttons and you had right. the two little, the little, you know, the indicator buttons, the, the dots yep. on, on the hot key. So you're like, okay, there's my thumbs. Now I will say that I can kind of do it on my iPhone now, but I can't start. Like I have to know where my fingers are when I start. So right. man, the black BlackBerry days, but Yo, I was in, in high car. school <laughs> and these cats were T9 and triple ta triple taps in their pocket, you full got, length you got, novels. You got to Google that if you don't know. You're really showing your age if you know what T9 is. But it is amazing how fast you could type a sentence with just 10 keys. Yep. Like 10 wow. keys. I don't know. We got the crowd fired up. Well, there you go. If that's not enough to get you going on a Wednesday. We don't know what is. Hey. You got people to serve. You got work to do. We got work to do. Let's do it together. Let's stay connected. Get on that email list and we'll see you in Texas.